0: Time now for the Yahoo Sports College Podcast with Dan Wetzel. DeJorno is claiming it's going to deliver now, which I don't even know how that works. You you have become what you were here to destroy, DeGiorno. <laughs> what
1: are they going to? <laughs> oh, that was really deep, Dan. Pete Thamel. I I hope they met on Farmer's Island.
2: <laughs>
1: and Pat
2: Forty. She's trying to hold still because of what he told her before about how to not get killed by a bison. <laughs> Where is Buffalo Romeo? Then he's like,
0: "I'm out of there." And here's Dan. All right, welcome to the show. We're gonna talk a little California state bill two hundred six because this is where you want your political analysis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no taxation without representation. I want to
0: be. <laughs> I want to be that the guy on CNN with the map. On election, I never watch. I try to never watch cable mm-hmm. news, but that guy at the map is unbelievable. Oh yeah, He'd be like, this is yeah. uh, you know, Jones County in Western Kentucky he goes eighty three percent. If he doesn't get eighty two percent, he's you're like, what? And then it works. You're like, oh. love that.
1: <laughs> those guys, Russert. Russer was the best with the map and the hanging chat about. Didn't
0: Russert just have a board? He just wrote like. Florida on it like it was so low key back then. Now they're like yeah, everything. Um, yeah. like right oh, now yeah, yeah. the t- the touchscreen is taken over yeah. elections. So so if if Farmer Jones doesn't vote Democrat <laughs> here. They're done.
2: <laughs> they down. They got this thing. I hate it. It's like scary. We've got drone <laughs> coverage of
0: Farmer Jones driving to the precinct polling. Yeah, why do we even do this? Where'd you get his news from? Like, did Russia tell him this? Like, how do we even know? anyway probably the Ukraine. We are going to talk politics because why not? Yeah. But first, I just I got important breaking news that cannot wait another minute, even though it's actually from 2014. But that's all right. It's new to us. <laughs> Alert listener at YellMK, a Texas Christian horn frog fan, said this to me, and uh, it's got to happen. We have emotional support animal news. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Flirty has a rival. No. <laughs> its name is Hobie. Hobie. Hobie the pig. What? Oh, yeah. Emotional support no. pig and not some <laughs> little squealer like Peppa Pig. <laughs> this is like. It's not like a teacup pig or one of those things? Nope. Nope, no. nope. Daddy pig. 80 pounder. Okay. Oh, An 80 pounder. That is a lot of bacon. On pigs. a plane? Yeah. A lot of I don't that's like a that's like a five-year-old. Well, that's that's no that five year olds, an that 80-pound five-year-old is a that's a large child. Right. <laughs> he does not bother the child. We're, we we now
2: have pretty conclusive evidence of that.
0: You call child services when there's a five-year-old that weighs 80 pounds. Let's let's mix in a little bit of broccoli there, mom and dad.
1: <laughs>
0: I bet like Bryant McKinney was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I mean, Jonathan Ogden at we-
0: Terrence <laughs> Cody was definitely eighty
1: pounds. We had a lot. Of-
0: <laughs> we had a lot of meals at the at the McDonald's drive-through. I'm not casting uh, aspersions on anyone. But if your
1: kids yeah, fit- Popeye's chicken sandwich world, we're going to see a lot more eighty-pound I know it
0: is October, by the way, and Popeye's Chicken has claimed uh, that they're going to bring out this chicken sandwich back. And it's really the only thing I'm looking forward to in October because I hate when the which I'm so excited. Also, there was some gimmick yeah. today. I think it's just a gimmick. Jorno is claiming it's going to deliver now, which I don't even know how that works. So I think that was just a gimmick. <laughs> and I'm not gonna fall for it. <laughs> what are they gonna I'm do? Gonna... <laughs> it's like you you have become what you were here to destroy. DiGiorno. <laughs> what are they gonna uh, that was really deep, Dan? Yeah. Are they gonna are they gonna deliver me a frozen pizza that I then have to cook?
1: Philosophy 305 on frozen
0: pizzas. Yeah, I'm a little, I like this the journal.
1: Pod, the pod listeners have no idea what they're in for today. Anyway, we like, are in a rabbit. Yeah. We are in a pig hole. <laughs> my, my favorite part of Popeye's October is Dan actually to get a sandwich We will have to fly to Louisville and go mm. to Popeye's with Pat. Because yeah. Pat has VIP Popeye's service. I do. he is the quintessential local celebrity. <laughs> Dan... He's going to drive around Detroit, go through three tanks of gas,
0: not get any. I'm going to sue like that other guy. Come to me. That guy from Chattanooga. I'm going to sue Popeyes. I wonder why that lawsuit's (laughs) progressing through the legal system. Like, does it become moot when they just end up giving out the We have so much to cover in October. So much. If you own a Popeyes or manage a Popeyes in Metro Detroit, hit me up. I will pub your place (laughs) nonstop if I can get one of these sandwiches. (laughs) Don't let the Louisville place be, be the preferred Popeyes location of the Yahoo! Man, sports. we are the cutting edge. We are the Popeyes
2: yeah. cutting edge college podcast. Someone at
1: the UMass Journalism School just fell over in their chair and was like, ah, I'm glad he doesn't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just tell by you, by the way, uh, Pete, the average five year old weighs about 40 pounds. <laughs> so. He so,
0: found five year old, five year old, horse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Hobie Hobie was on a plane Twitter user Rob Phelps snapped the offending animal and its owner as they left American Airlines flight from Hartford, Connecticut to Washington Reagan Airport Again, this is maybe a six, seven hour drive If you're so yeah. scared of flying you need to bring a pig <laughs> Then drive it, 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 I like If there's some reason, like, you know, my family was just wiped out and they were all murdered and I have to fly back to Europe. okay, I understand. That's when air travel is essential. But just getting to Washington. No, sorry. With your pig. With your pig.
1: I can picture Dan boarding that American Airlines flight and be like, Hobie, Hobie's keeper.
0: Did anyone get murdered? If no one got murdered, you should be here. All right. <laughs> Mr. Phelps told the uh, the British papers love this stuff. Mail online. Oh, yeah. that it's uh, like making fun of idiot Americans. I get it. Uh, we sure. So don't we. Do you blame them? Yeah. Brought on for emotional had to be coaxed down the aisle as it admitted squeals, quote, three times louder than a child. It was re- <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well, they measured that it started to smell and flight attendants had to clean up the mess. The animal squealed uh. and defecated in the aisle of the plane. <laughs> oh. The owner. I mean, you kind of had yeah. to know that was coming, oh, yeah. but it's still not any pleasant. You, gotta you got to put that it. thing in a diaper if you could get one. I don't know. The owner of the pig. Did they say what airline? This American is? Airlines. Okay. Allowed, I'm never flying
2: American permitted Airlines Permitted to bring
0: the okay. animal on under Department of Transportation guidelines. There's a picture of this. It's a woman. She's got nice, like, uh, hiking boots. She definitely looks very rural. There she is. There's a picture of her and her her pig. Mr. Phelps said, the woman spoke to Hobie (laughs) as if if he was human, repeatedly calling him a jerk for misbehaving. (laughs) (laughs) She's yelling at the pig. There was instant Uh. silence. There was a mixture of controllable laughter and shock. You couldn't write this. It was not a small pig. When she held it over her shoulder, it reached her waist. She held it over oh, her oh, shoulder? A strong woman. Sturdy woman. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: 80 <laughs> pounds of pig. Sturdy. Just scoops yeah. it up. She's hoisting it around like a sack of meal. Huh? It's impressive. Fellow passenger Jonathan Skolnick, a University of, oh, look at this, University of Massachusetts professor. See? When you need uh. the scoop, you know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> Initially thought the pig was a duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> after after the woman made for, for the empty seat beside him mr skolnick realized what he was in for i was terrified because i was thinking i'm gonna be on a plane with a pig eh, reasonable <laughs>
1: yeah i like the british paper using courtesy titles for mr skolnick <laughs> and the story about hobie the support pig yeah yes, very glad they kept it formal there
0: all right there is a tweet hobie the pig home for thanksgiving in connecticut he won't Needs be the star. Be Thanksgiving. He won't gonna... be the star of the table, leaving that for the turkeys. Well, maybe he should have been. Yeah. All right. Well, there Holy you go. Moly. Our our night. We said it could get worse than a horse. I think a pig is worse. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: defecating pig is, is yeah. definitely worse. Yeah, yeah. I think the horse is worse in theory, but in execution, the pig was clearly worse. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: It's bad. All right. <laughs> so landmark day Monday in college athletics. I, I don't. I don't know what will come of all this, but I don't think you can undersell it. Gavin Newsom, governor of California, goes on LeBron James's uh, uh, HBO show, The Shop. I mean, this is so 2019,
2: isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> sign, sign, sign bills on a live TV. Signs
0: show. a bill in a fake barbershop. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. A basketball player's
0: fake barbershop TV it's show. It's all about being real. And LeBron pushing for reform of the NCA, even though he never played college athletics. Okay, whatever. <laughs> right. Anyway, State Bill Two Hundred Six: Name, Image, and Likeness. In two thousand twenty-three, so starting in two thousand twenty-three, the NCA will not be allowed to pro- to prohibit college athletes in California from earning money off their name, image, and likeness. Now, I want to do kind of a frequently asked question part of this uh but we could start with some basics uh no one is technically quote getting paid the school is not paying anybody basically is like saying we don't allow you to anybody on the team to work and then saying okay you guys can now go work and so some of the kids would say all right i gotta i I don't want to work I'm not going to get anything out of time. I don't have any skills. Some would go work at McDonald's. Some would wait tables and make more money. Some would be able to, I don't know, whatever, go, go home and work at their dad's uh, law firm and make a ton of money. Buddy of mine in college, he went home every weekend to the Cape Cod and and uh, fished. He was in a fishery. We come home. He was, yeah, he had, for a college kid, he had tons of money, right? He was working three days a week in the fisheries. So you got different things. That's basically it. It has nothing to do with the school paying. As such, there's no Title IX. There's no, everybody doesn't get paid the same. It's basically what you can get. Now, I'll just say this at first. To me, all of this, and this is a little bit of a mess because I don't think this bill is ideal in any way, although I support the overall thing. This is a result of complete lack of leadership in college sports. Nothing from Mark Emmerich, who's been on the job all these years, nothing from all these commissioners who make all this money. They've allowed Issue has been bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling up. And all they've done have fought it in court and basically opened themselves up to where a bunch of politicians in California can do something that's extremely popular and come in and try to run your business. And if you're running a business, you can't allow that to get to that spot. The commissioners, the eight, all the people wailing and crying right now, these people oh. fought a stipend for players, a stipend. Mm-hmm. Give them a hundred, couple hundred bucks a week. So they don't have to. So they can buy laundry detergent, things like. I mean, you know, like they, that. Th- we didn't get a stipend until 2015, and there were seven million quotes and stories about how this could totally change everything. Uh, USC is going to be able to offer 248 dollars a week because LA and some guy at Iowa State only gets 100. Okay, whatever. I mean, they won't give an inch, all while Jim Delaney's cashing 20 million dollar checks. And so I blame them all. None of these sure. guys did anything other than bloviate, obstruct. They did, they made tons of money for their conferences. They did nothing for the actual students. They didn't increase scholarships. They fought stipends. They didn't free up rules. They just they just held the line so long that grandstanding, Gavin Newsom, and LeBron James, and all these other guys who really don't. I, I'm not saying their idea is bad, and I, I applaud them for jumping in, I guess, but they're just throwing crap in and they don't have to deal with it. And so I put all sure. of this, if you're mad at anyone, be mad at Delaney and Bolsby and Emmert and all these other guys. What do you say, Pat? Sure. No, absolutely. That This
2: is 100% the offshoot of just runaway greed that's never been checked. It's like, we are just, we're going to go get more money and more money and more money and more money until it became so obscene the disparity between what the compensation was for athletes versus what the compensation was for every adult in charge here. Every every AD, every commissioner, every coach. And then they were basically just like, we don't care, we don't care, we don't care. No, we're just going to keep doing this and be completely oblivious and tone deaf to the perception that was inexorably changing out there in the public that, Hey, you know what? This doesn't really make sense. Why is it this way? They let a complete black market proliferate of underground payments because they wouldn't even consider above board payments. And they just turned a a blind eye and a deaf ear towards the, the complete inequity that they created.
1: And now, okay, it's coming back to bite them in the ass. I want to ask you a question, Pat, before I go on my take, like, Theoretically, because you're the father of a prominent student athlete, what could Brooke Forty benefit from this? Because we're talking all these things about, oh, our car dealerships can do this, right? Like, like is just this is a very like real time, tangible thing. If you don't mind, like, could, oh yeah, could Brooke get a speedo deal? Like, I, I'm just very curious. You know, if she was in school while this happened, what would be the yeah. what would be the reality of it? Uh, Pat's daughter, well, for our listeners, is a swimmer at Stanford. She was Pac-12 mm-hmm. Freshman of the Year. She's she's very good at her sport.
2: Yeah. um, It's interesting. You know, I mean, like, theoretically, she could probably get a small suit deal. Okay. problem is you're running up against a university apparel deal, which if you go through the like the California bill, like if you're in an Under Armour school, you can't come in and say, I'm wearing Nike. So that would be a little bit of a dynamic there. But suit goggles. Yes. Now, something else that's prohibited USA Swimming wants to give her right now $12,500 as a performance bonus, elite performance bonus, for being the second fastest in the nation in her event and the eighth fastest in the world. She's in the top eight and she's top two. Those two things qualify you for the bonus. Can't have it unless you can justify every expense as something that's a necessary part of your training. This is a national governing body that wants to give her the money. It's not a booster. It's not an agent. It's not a shoe company. Can't have it. That's a bit of a different deal than what we're talking about here, but it underscores the, the absolute inequity of this. Now, to your point, go a little bit further with this. There's a girl named Reagan Smith right now. She's 17 years old. She's from Minneapolis. She is the world record holder in the 100 and 200 backstrokes. She's the fastest in the history of the planet in these events. Wow. She's going to Stanford. But she's got people coming at her. Hey, you can have this. You can have that. Here's your suit deal. Here's a bunch of money. She wants to go to Stanford. She's going to go to Stanford. She was just there over the weekend staying, staying in my daughter's room. But there's a lot of temptation there to take the the, the incentives the, or the endorsement money. I like the breaking swimming news.
0: Swimming recruiting news.
1: <laughs> Swim Swam is going to be listening <laughs> to the pod and like live tweeting.
0: Oh, they should be. Take that Swim Swam. We got the scoop. <laughs> yeah.
2: Going
0: yeah. to top recruit in the country going to she Stanford. she going to go to Stanford because that's been her dream. <laughs> but now
2: she's also incredibly marketable and has to wait three years till she can cash in on it.
1: Yeah, is that a little bit like what she could do would be the equivalent of a couple of these kids are just going to work out guys in basketball now? Like, sure. getting like a shoe to, yep. like, I saw last well, night. Yeah. R.J. Hampton got to deal with La Ning, the Chinese shoe company, or or, yeah. or whatever. That's that's pretty uh, that's pretty yeah. interesting in 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 real time. Uh, my my take on this is 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 a simple one. It dovetails a little bit with what both you guys said. One, Gavin Newsom is a genius because he basically saw a mouse in the house. Now, you know, I'll be honest. I fall politics recently. If you had asked me a month ago before this who the governor was California was, I don't know if I would have been able to name him off the top of my head. I probably should have. I read, you know, I'm a pretty well-read guy, but I don't know that. But basically, you know, it would be like Shaq posting up Muggsy Bogues is what Gavin Newsom just did to the NCAA. <laughs> saw a mouse in the house. Saw complete incompetence. Saw basically, a, a, like Dan said, just a completely unpopular, irrational organization that isn't quick enough on the fly, got the ball in the post, turned around, dunked on them, and is now getting a technical for hanging on the rim, screaming in their face. Like, it's just a total poster job on the NCAA, what he did. And no one today is sitting being like, man, that Gavin Newsom. Nope. Everyone's saying, man, the NCAA is dumb. And I, I think his quote that that sums perfectly up what I've seen in the last 20 years, you guys have seen the last 20-plus years covering college sports is encapsulated in this quote from Newsom to the New York Times people said you know what we've got to force their hands they're not going to do the right thing on their own they're only going to do the right thing when they're sued or when they're forced to do the right thing now how many times covering the ncaa as long as we have has that been the case oh, they, yeah. are they are completely reactive they're completely inert they're just sitting around waiting they're they're not cashing they're, their they're not think ahead
2: yeah form no. another committee full of guys that are completely out of touch
1: Yes, you know? I yeah that it, and then the, the unconstitutional thing was just like preposterous, and now they're trying to walk yeah. that back. But I remember, you know, this is probably five years ago when when Oliver Luck came aboard. Like he had a genuine interest in name image and likeness. He like Pat had a slightly higher profile. You know, <laughs> athlete athletes actually go to uh, go to Stanford. I think his daughter, play, one of his daughters, played volleyball there. And like this isn't like some idea that came straight out of the blue this has been bandied around for a while but nobody took the time energy or had the foresight to push it through and figure out a way to make it work now california is forcing you to do it instead of doing it on your own which is basically the the narrative of how college athletics have evolved the last two decades
0: i'll just do this real quick because i did work on the getting rid of the bcs right and that was like this unbelievable thing that was like nobody liked it it was stupid and they all sat there and say privately, yeah, we can do better than this, but no one would do anything. They would all no one would even speak out about it. And I remember this. Are you gonna start death to the NCAA no, again? Nah, no, no one will buy it. <laughs> I would if I could buy it. <laughs> but when I was going through death, we going through death to the BCS, Josh Peter and, and Jeff Pass and I. We find all of this crap in these bowl game contracts. I mean, like you are required to put your band in this hotel at this rate, which is above market for what you know, would be December 28th in this bowl town, all these clauses. I mean, these schools were getting robbed in these contracts. And then you see, oh, so-and-so had a wedding. His daughter had a wedding at that same hotel, the bowl director, like all this stuff. And you show it to the ADs and they're like, wait, what is this? Like, what? I'm like, you've been signing these deals for years and you have no idea how bad you're getting robbed. Like you just didn't even care to look. And you're like, yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. And you're like, I mean, what, are you really a leader? You just here, just, you know, making sure the, the, you know, the field gets painted, you know, and holy crap. Someone's paying me 485 grand. Then I get a car and a country club for this. Holy crap. <laughs> like, there's no look at. I'm like, you're getting robbed. You are getting robbed. Like, you know, and, and then it was that was the part that just stunned me about it. I'm like, I can't. I thought you guys at least were on the ball. It's just complete and common. So they, if you're mad about this, be mad at your athletic director and your commissioner and the NCA. I get it. There's a lot of people worried about this. We'll go through some of this because I don't think it's going to be as bad or as even as big of a deal, but the, all the blame is on the inertia of the NCA set themselves up. So Gavin Newsom, and LeBron James and all these—I mean, Gavin Newsom isn't even like Ramogi Humar, like who's been working on the, you know, the, yeah. the college playoff, uh, the college players association, or I mean, there's, you know, Sunny Vaquera. There's been years of guys working behind the scenes, grinding this out. Newsom comes in, he's the superstar, right? Loving this. That guy's probably mm. running for president at some point. Um, looks like a guy running for president. You don't show up on LeBron's show to sign the bill <laughs> unless you're a yeah. politician. So be mad at them, but. Maybe he wants Sierra Canyon season tickets. Yeah, he might get a (laughs) Brawny. I will say this. LeBron could benefit greatly from this, although he doesn't need the money. But Brawny is a big deal in high school. I mean, Bronny, yeah. Bronny James. I don't think Bronny's
1: going to college.
0: Dad. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and Bronny may not even be that good, but I am telling you, all the kids in high school know, uh, everybody knows who Bronny James is. He's like the most famous. Your, your daughters follow him on Snapchat? They all, everybody follows him on Snapchat. Literally. I mean, it's crazy. So there you go. Let's do a couple of these because these are the the frequently asked concerns. So tell me true or false on this. The big one is this is going to totally screw up recruiting. Alabama boosters will just lay down a million bucks for every single guy and they'll sign all the best players. And this is totally unfair and no one stands a chance. False. Isn't that kind of what happens anyway? <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just sat there with these pages of court documents in the college basketball thing. And, you know, everyone's like, well, we didn't learn anything from the college basketball thing. Actually, we learned a lot. We learned how refined and nuanced this black market was in basketball. And I really feel like in football, there is a similar market. Now, it's done, however it's done, and this isn't a point the finger at Alabama. We can just sort of give a – everyone but everyone but Tennessee and the SEC sell it because clearly they're not they're not buying the right guys if they're buying people. The, the recruiting market is there. Now, it's not going to be millions of dollars or anything crazy like that. But, yes, it, essentially, if you are a top 300 player, which all of Alabama's recruits pretty much are, there is a market for you, and you would be compensated – that market i i think it's fairly simple just like a 17 year old soccer player coming through the british system who's of similar ilk would get some sort of deal
0: uh you know would, would be able to get they some get sort signed of at 13 income. yeah they actually know. yeah but yeah right. but same thing yes you're clearly going to be a star so you have value on the team there is not going to be this just you know i don't think
2: alabama takes over the market on any more than they've already taken over the market okay you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna still get their guys. Clemson's going to get their guys. They're just going to, yeah, they will have some boosters. They're going to come in and pay, and there's going to be some of them. It, it's going to be just like classic recruiting. Some of them you're going to overpay that don't, don't turn out to be as good. Some you're going to underpay. And here was, that's kind of what my scenario I was thinking of was, like, in the thinking of California school, Sam Darnold, who was a good player coming out of high school, but I don't think anybody thought was great. And all of a sudden, in the middle of his redshirt freshman year, he blows up then all of a sudden in like october is there all is this you know hey god we need you for this commercial we need you for that we need you for this we need you for that so there's going to be a lot of i think unexpected stuff that happens on both sides of it but dan as you pointed out in your column People in Boise got money, too, and there could be a player that, you know, hey, I, I I could be the 30th guy getting a little bit of money at Alabama, or I could be the number one guy getting money at
0: Boise and be a star there and, and do pretty well. I, that's what I think it actually evens it out. Let me. I did this stat in the, in the column I wrote. Last three years, Rivals.com, 97 five-star recruits. There are uh, Here's five schools, alphabetical. Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, and LSU. Combined, they signed the most of them, 55. 55 of the 97, 57% of all five stars went to five schools. There are 125 other schools got the rest of them. and I mean, we're talking Michigan and Oklahoma. and you, I mean, these are not Florida State, but five schools. Current AP top five, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, LSU. It's not a level Imagine playing that. field now. The top schools get the top players and they stay in the top. I think that you actually even it out. I agree with you, Pat. And I think if you're Boise State or you're Baylor or you're Kansas, whatever whatever that mid-major thing is, and you can go and say, we want you. You, you can go there and compete for that job at Alabama and you're one of three or four, you're fifth on the depth chart. You come here and you're number one and you're the savior and everybody in our community knows who you are. And we will set up this payout, You can star in this commercial, whatever the thing they're going to do. I think it actually evens it out. I think you have a better chance. Right now, Boise State never defeats Alabama for a recruit. It probably has never happened. It might now because, yeah, Boise does have money. There are businesses there, and everybody's got, every school's, everyone's like, Alabama's got crazy boosters. Every school's got a crazy booster. So where is that? that deal. And and you know, I don't know, Pete, what do you think? Can that even it out in some way? I think like after we go through everything and it'll just be very different. You
1: know, there'll be a lot of pearl clutching. And honestly, the, the funniest thing to me th- to think about would be how do they schedule all this? Right. Like there, there would be some sort of there have to be some sort of mechanism of like these guys, these these guys are generally pretty busy. Right. Like they're they're pretty much booked from, you know, 8 a.m. every day until until 8 p.m. How do you how do you fit? going to sign at the car dealership in their schedule, because it's going to come down to all the fundamental sort of booster things that we know car dealers, local restaurant owners, that kind of stuff. But even just like, you know, like getting free meals and drinks at the local bars, like, Call it, you know, the, the the you know when I was at Syracuse, Donovan McNabb shouldn't pay for a drink if he went to 44s, right? Like they, they even like just very fundamental day-to-day things like that. But no, I do think generally, Dan, the landscape would look pretty similar to what it does now. Because most of the five star kids don't want to go to Boise, right? And if the if the you know Troy can put together some crazy sweetheart deal for a quarterback, he goes to Troy, great. I mean, it adds another really compelling layer of intrigue to the, to the recruiting process. Right. Like it just, that, that becomes a lot more sophisticated and you're going to basically have to see assistant athletic directors for like, uh, (laughs) recruiting fundraising. Right. Um, but Hey, they, it's a billion dollar business. I mean, the athletic directors are making like $3 million a year. Now the coaches are making $10 million a year. It only makes sense that the money's diverted to the people actually doing things.
0: So obviously we know about like, you're the, you're the quarterback at 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 Baylor and, and you're the star. And, then they, the Chevy dealer says come down on Sunday and I'll give you a a grand to sign autograph. People are like, well, they'll give him a hundred grand. Like that guy's still got to run a car dealership. Like, yeah. Think about rich people are generally good on return on investment. Like they, they don't just give away them. But here's, here's a thousand bucks. You, you let us to touch, you beat Texas A&M last night, whatever quarterback at wherever you come down and, and a couple people show up. Maybe they look at the Chevy's, and and someone buys it and it's a big deal. Here uh, and then you're going to have like your social media influence, like Zion Williamson, right? One point seven million Instagram followers before he shows up at Duke. He's going to have a Nike deal, all that. Okay, boom. That actually keeps or brings when the, the NBA is going to let these guys go pro. It actually could keep guys in college longer. Like mm-hmm, I, yeah. I don't care. And there'll be social media influencers, Pat. You know, and my daughter's play soccer. You play, you know, swimming. Like the smaller sports have their their star lacrosse or wrestling like oh, yeah. all the kids sure. in high school and 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 tweens look up to the player in their sport and it isn't necessarily the the star athlete right like I, we we're talking sure. Bronny James Absolutely. is more popular yeah. than LeBron James to a certain segment of the population and so it just that's the way it is I would think like
1: Pat's daughter could go back to Louisville and do a Brook 40 swim clinic. Right. And all the high school and junior high kids who were swimmers in the area look up to her. Now, could she make a hundred thousand dollars? No. But could that like summer job. Maybe she does three yeah. of those and doesn't have to do a summer job so she can keep training, you know, like, yeah. and you know, f- fill in the metaphor. That's just a metaphor. Cause it's, it's local and easy, but like, you know, when Kellen sure. Moore was at Boise, he could go back to shamamish Washington or his dad, his dad uh, was a high school coach, and do the Kel- Kellen Moore quarterback camp, and have kids from all around Washington go. And that's that's, but that the fact that he wasn't able to do that is insane. Yeah, and and this, yeah, yeah,
2: that there was such resistance to something that simple and relatively harmless. Yeah, you know? Pat, yes. yeah,
0: Brook Forty teaching a bunch of eight-year-olds how to swim for three days in a row at a local pool as the camp yeah. or whatever. Yeah, nope, absolutely not. That's throwing it all. I mean, where is where is the <laughs> sorry, but you know, you're not going to lose your money conference commissioner. So you have all of these different ones. I'm intrigued by this one though. What about uh, each athlete ends up with a GoFundMe page. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. then, okay. So you're, you guys, they go, Oh, the quarterbacks need all the money. Sure. But what if you're the guy on special teams for Alabama <laughs> and you block yeah. the punt against LSU and, and you know you're this guy, or you're the freshman kicker who gets in and then it's like, Bunch of drunk ass, <laughs> give them 20 bucks. And all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> kid made 200 grand overnight. Like, and yeah. okay, everyone, I mean, this is the stuff that every, most people will be like, that's awesome. Right. Like you hear about this, like yeah. so-and-so's on America's Got Talent and they do really well, they come in eighth and all of a sudden their, their house is like, they've got some sob story and everyone, oh, it's a great story. People, yeah. people paid to have the guys, uh, the dads get his uh, dialysis machine. Great. No. And college sports like that's awful. That would be absolutely awful. <laughs> like, who cares? But I'm wondering about that, like the small numbers. Like, yeah,
2: yeah. No, producer Sully with a great idea there. Put your Venmo uh, address on your <laughs> on your eye black, you know, <laughs> so that when you when you make that big play, yeah. you, you got it right there. But yeah, no, I, I Terrence Cody when he blocked that, yeah. you, you just got me thinking there when he blocked the field goal for Tennessee, that game? you know, to win the game and help to win the national championship. He would have gotten. Hundred thousand dollars overnight. Absolutely, yeah, that was a he, huge play. Fifties and hundreds at a time via GoFundMe. Yeah, GoFundMe. Stuff. Yeah, but if that's Carson a performance could bonus. A million.
1: Imagine what uh, you know. Some dude who, uh, who who I'm trying to think of someone who's caught like a game winning uh, touchdown pass this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just you know, someone makes just like our – Oh, the Baylor kicker, right? The Baylor kicker uh, this yeah. weekend, yeah. kid who never made a kick. You know, comes out of obscurity. John Mayer's, uh mm-hmm. pl- pluralized, like. Every, every Baylor fan. Oh, you know, you have, you have not that the Baylor fans would have cocktails, but you know, like somebody, ah, you know, <laughs> throw 10 them bucks up, man. Let's yeah, go.
0: Yeah. So I'm wondering yeah. about all that. And that, but that could also be for smaller sports because you sit there sure. and go, Hey, I'm really proud. There's a wrestler at my school, you know, there's, mm-hmm. and, and this is why it extends out. I know most of it's, everyone's worried about recruiting. Look, no, none of us really care about the other sports that much, but like in certain places, you know, the women's basketball players at, at UConn are more famous than any of the other athletes at, at UConn. And yep. the, the yeah. you know, if you're the big star at Minnesota Duluth and you lead them to a hockey national championship, yeah, Duluth, is, there's a city there, right? Like there's something Absolutely. there. And you're a wrestler at Iowa or a gymnast at Oklahoma or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, or maybe you're just like, hey, this, this woman who runs cross country for our school, we don't even, I, who knew we had a cross country team? Hey, I'll throw 50 bucks at it. Great job. You know, mm-hmm. you made the fine, whatever. So I just think there's all this stuff. All right, so two things. One is what happens in the locker room when one player's making 500 grand and the lineman's making zero, okay? Pat, you want to blow that one up? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy to start. I mean, that
2: again, that is already the case, right? Because, I mean, a lot of these, especially in a basketball locker room, the top players are getting something, and probably everybody on the team knows relatively Who's getting what? So that's already there. I just don't see that as being that big of a divisive issue. You know? I mean, as long as that person who's getting the money is showing up and playing, performing, I don't think the other guys on the team are going to sit there and be begrudge that. I, I, I really don't. Now, the flip side of that, what if that person who got the big advertisement or the big deal or whatever isn't performing? Then there's pressure on that person. There's a, there's a different kind of pressure. There's an economic pressure, and there's a booster out there that over invested in somebody who ain't performing. But I don't think it's a locker room issue. I really don't.
0: Kyler Murray was rich last year. Yeah, let yeah. did, did it ruin them? <laughs> but I, this is my commission. My favorite is the commissioner's claim in this one. The AD's claiming this one. It's like really is your administrative assistant paid the same as you, Mr. Athletic Director? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to America. People make different amounts of money. You learn that the first day of your first job, whatever job that is. Like, <laughs> oh, the guy who runs the yeah. fry machine at McDonald's makes more than me and the man, I mean, deal with it. Like, yeah, everything's good. What what someone's feelings will be hurt. Here's the other thing. Every one of these sports has walk-ons and college athletics has tons of split scholarships and walk-ons in all the other sports other than football and basketball because they refuse to fund them and so they have a 30-person soccer team and 14 scholarships so everyone's making Mm -hmm. different amounts of money nobody nobody cries and goes well how's the soccer team feeling how's the softball team you only got 12 scholarships you know yeah no as i I can tell you that with with
2: absolute knowledge of how, of that dynamic of where, of splitting scholarships and some guys are on full or women are on full and some are on partial and some are on nothing but books and some are on nothing. I've never heard it become an issue at all. Once ever. I would think it's more an issue
1: for the families who are, you know, yeah. paying, paying for it. No, and then sure, and
2: the, but- the parents sit there and they wonder, I'm not, you know, people don't talk about it. I tell you that I guarantee you that people do not talk about how much of a percentage of a scholarship you're getting, but you sit there and you wonder, huh? wonder if they're on full ride. Well, and, and in swimming
0: not, you know? is one thing where your performance is not a secret. Like, it's not subjective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, no. No, not <laughs> at clock all. don't lie. And uh, yeah. where if you're on a field hockey team, you're like, yeah, I don't think she's that good. Went, oh, she got three quarters. But deal with it. They, yeah. Nobody is sitting there going, this is a pressing concern. We must do something about this. No, this is the system you set up. And now you're crying that exact same system. Is a threat to all of college sports. All right, here's my other one. This is the, uh, the Pac-12. When I, let me, I'm going to read this. Oh, absolutely man. absurd. I, mean, I can't,
1: <laughs> can't help. Larry it. Scott and Mark Emery are two peas in a pod. Because oh. remember, <laughs> Le- Emery was the president of Washington when Larry got hired, and that Pac-12 statement to me felt like Mark called his old buddy Larry to say, "Hey, man." We, we need our back. We need your back on this. Can you, you know, Could you stand on the mountaintop? So
0: this this bill will likely reduce resources and opportunities for student athletes in Olympic sports and have a negative disparate impact on female student athletes. The Pac-12 said, oh, give me a break. That's what we're going to. Oh, let's play politically correct. It's bad for the women. No, it's not. OK. We just we just spent half our podcast talking
1: to the father of a Pac-12 female student. (laughs) Pat, do you think this is bad for the women? I don't. I really don't. I, you know, I mean,
2: I just I don't see this as something that ends up cutting sports. The only way it would is if schools choose to be cheap. Basically, you know, I mean, and they and look, they all they, we know they already prioritize like football is going to get the most money. It also makes the most money in basketball and they're going to have the nicest facilities and all that and the best travel and all that stuff. So that's already there. This is not going to hurt their bottom line. If it does, Dan made this point, I would I would strongly encourage them to look at the bloat within their own departments and the massive hiring sprees they've gone on as opposed to looking to taking away scholarships
0: from students. Yeah, I'll do two points on this. One is, yeah, it is a gold rush in college sports right now because of these television networks, okay? In 2011, University of Michigan had 253 people working in its athletic department. It's all its coaches and all its administrators, all its secretaries, everyone, 253 people. This is 2011, okay? This is not 1978. They made an average of 73 grand a year. 2019, we are up to 388, a 53.3% increase in number of employees. They are now making $101,000 on average, a 38% raise. Okay? Yeah. So during this gold mine of flush of money, nobody in the Big Ten said, hey, you know what we should do? Let's move from 12 softball scholarships to 14. Let's move from 12 to 60. Let's increase... Uh, scholarships for both boys and girls sports let's let's do this no all they did is let's hire another person let's hire another person for more money they took all the money they didn't give any money to the students there are no Mm -hmm. new teams at michigan and this is just michigan it's every one of these, yeah. every single one of these schools. There's no new teams. There's no more scholarships. Why did 253 people were able to handle all of the student athletes eight years ago? And now you need 388. Okay. That's really the best. That's the best stat of the day. I mean, like, oh, it's, it's, it's a great, cry me or, it's a great You are so disingenuous to bring this stuff up. But here's the thing that actually Larry Scott is admitting. He's admitting that. He and everyone else in college athletics thinks women's sports and non-Olympic sports are stupid. He thinks they're not worth funding. He thinks their schools won't fund them, okay? Because Stanford and USC and all these big schools, okay, have enough money. Stanford has a $24 billion endowment. They can fund Brook 40 to swim if they want. If Stanford sits there and says, we want all these sports, we think that adds to our campus, they can do it. If they sit there and say, you know what? It doesn't make any sense to have these sports teams. Why are we doing this? They can cut them. It's an institutional decision, okay? I would certainly not argue that, I don't understand why Why do we have a cross-country team? I don't know. We just do, right? Maybe we should have a full scholarship symphony orchestra or we should have, you know, I don't know, whatever other thing you want to do. You could have a cornhole f- f- full. I mean, what's the difference? Some of this stuff, right? But this is what we value. But what they're saying is, if right now we are able to fund this because Zion Williamson can't get his money and Kyler Murray can't get his money and Tua can't get his money. and But the moment that changes, once those guys aren't no. paying for it, they're gone because we don't yeah. care. We won't pay for it. Heck no. I'm not cutting any of my 388 employees. We'll just cut the sport because it doesn't matter. So what you're saying, Larry Scott, is you don't give a crap about these sports your schools don't and so the person who should fund it is your football players that's who should fund it. and once yeah. they won't aren't forced to do it they it it's you could destroy this thing in a court case that that statement it is so disingenuous so ridiculous and that's what gets me mad be honest work to change this this is why we're here because you guys spent 20 years issuing dumbass grandstanding statements rather than saying, hey, because if you're going to Gavin Newsom and say, hey, look, we do have a lot more money, but we also have added 58%, 53% more scholarships for student athletes, women, men, all these different sports. And maybe Gavin Newsom goes, all right, I see something good's happening here. But when you go, we added 53,000 more associate athletic directors. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So I (laughs) just hate this. This is why you're you're stuck in yeah. this because of dumbass crap like that.
2: No, the, 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 your point is is outstanding. That it absolutely comes back to what do they value, and 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 the minute that you ask them to make any financial cuts, well, let's take it out of the school, let's take it out of the teams, Let's take it out of the students, let's not take it out of us, and let's take it out of the the the, the non-revenue or Olympic sports because we don't care about them.
1: Do you guys get the daily, the D1 ticker every day, you read, it in yeah. the, read it in the morning? It's sort of like a, a great little uh, rundown uh, curation of, of all the day's stories. So I woke up this morning and I and I read the D1 ticker and it read to me like, like a laugh track because it was just quote after quote of pearl clutching, disingenuous San Diego State AD. They've gone out and created a law that puts us in direct conflict with the NCAA and rules, which stands to impact our student athletes negatively. San Diego State AD said that. Really, it's going to be <laughs> negative. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't see it. San Diego State AD Wicker. <laughs> Why? While California can beat the drum that they're making the NCAA to do something, let's hope they haven't done something now that impacts us negatively come January first. Yeah, it'll impact you negatively at San Diego State because you. Yeah, you just hired seven new associate athletic directors, and yeah, like Kawhi Leonard when he's at San Diego State. Boardman gets paid. Boardman gets paid. Yep. Boardman gets paid now. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah, Ricker. right? Boardman's Board. getting paid. Aztecs, it just I the, the narrow, the narrow-mindedness and the reaction to this to me embodies exactly how we got here. Yep. Yeah, totally. Because you know what? For once, it's not in their
2: control, right? The power structure is starting to lose a little control here and gonna have to let go of some of their money. That the again, the greed was so encompassing in this. And now, hey, they're starting to lose some of their some of their power and they don't like it.
0: All right. I think we've pounded this nail into the ground here. (laughs) The world will not end. Don't listen to your local athletic director. (laughs) He has and it's not, you know, this is so unfair. Women will get screwed. That like that's great. Anyway, let's tell a love story. How about that? We got a love story here. Oh. I know. Pat loves love stories. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think Pat listens to yeah. Adele, right? <laughs> Hello, it's me. I'm in California. Pat reads uh, trashy romance novels. Dreaming about do. who we used to be. <laughs> Must have called a thousand times.
1: Unless it involves Hobie the pig. Wait a minute. You, you actually know the
2: words
0: to this so. Adele song? Who's the Adele I listener? Think Adele, no. Oh, bad, bad baby fan. <laughs> All right. Here it is. We got a date. Kyler Borges. Call him Car- Borges and Kaylee Davis. They went on a date. They're from Ogden, Utah. It was a date. Ah. Okay. And an interesting thing happened. Uh, Kyler. (laughs) (laughs) Kyler earlier this summer was at the Antelope Island State Park in Utah in June, and he got gored and trampled by a bison. (laughs) I I don't mean to laugh about it, but that's what we do on this podcast. We laugh at the people who are assaulted by animals. I mean, yeah. I look at we are on the side of the humans against the animals, but you want to know a good way yeah. to not get trampled by a bison? <laughs> Stay the hell out of Antelope Island State Park. It's easy. <laughs> don't go there. They have bison. Those things are mean. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anyway, Kyler Kyler got uh got slammed. Man, I, don't, I can't remember all the injuries he got, but there were a lot of them. Yeah, there were yeah. better classifications. A collapsed and, lung uh, yeah. Broken yeah. ribs and internal injuries. Okay. So he uh he scores a date with uh young Kaylee Davis. I, I hope they met on farmer's <laughs> <over> the- <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that website?
2: <laughs> like a dog. I haven't a, heard from them in a while.
0: Talking dog.
1: I felt like that. Farmer commercial dating always, market is d- is down. I guess. Yeah. That that commercial used to be on like the Pac-12 network at night, and now it's been <laughs> replaced. I think by the catheter commercial. By
0: the Pac-12 network of all places to have farmers only. Like the, most of the schools are in. Uh, yeah. Right. I get, like the Big Twelve <laughs> or something, but. Never made any sense. To me. It was a metaphoric Pac-12. It was it was like obscure cable late it's like night, far- I, I farmers like, only. Like okay, well I guess I really am not looking for a date for some girl who lives 12 hours from here in the middle of Iowa. I mean, what would I? How would yeah. I even get there? I don't even. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ky- I don't know how Kyler and Kaylee met, but they met. I think this was really where that all went off the rail. Kyler decided on the on the date they should go to the Antelope Island State Park. Okay, and I'm sure it's very beautiful. Yeah romantic, possibly, or something like that. While they're out on the date, Kaylee says, quote, all of a sudden I see a bison charging me. So I... (laughs) I start running. I Kyler needs like a new kind of
1: deodorant or something. Like clearly, this shouldn't happen twice. Like there has to be some self-reflection. Like you need like bison off or like your cologne isn't working, Kyler. Like look, you shouldn't be coming to our podcast for like dating advice, but you need to change everything immediately. That would be all right.
0: But. Yeah, it's like you know you listen to a good college football coach. You're talking about preparation. Nick Saban's like you know, fail to prepare, you you're prepared to fail here. He will yeah. go back. He goes, uh, all of a sudden, the bison charged me. So I start running towards the lake away from it, and it flips me up. Kaylee, poor Kaylee, hit the ground, fractures her ankle. Her thigh mm. gushed blood from where the bison gored her. Through the pain, she remained calm as she braced for a second attack. Now, <laughs> this gets like, even better. He yeah. was doing that whole paw thing, digging at the <laughs> dirt like he's <laughs> going to charge after me again, Davis said. But this is where Kyler, Kyler's predate, predate rap apparently really worked because he had told her about the attack and said, don't move. I've heard from his story. Just stay still so it doesn't charge you again. She played dead, basically. The animal left her alone and Romeo. Yeah. (laughs) Goes out there and then Kylie is like, my heart just drops. Oh, no. He says, I know just the made pain of one
1: person. <laughs> I was holding
0: her head and squeezing her hand. Oh, so sweet. Um, Kaylee is, is yeah. recovering from the attack. The two are about to are able to laugh about their extremely unlucky odds. To me, it feels like it would be a one in a million chance. Davis said I could have been worse. I could say I think I could have had been worse. Apparently, they're still days. They're still dating. Uh, At least they did this interview at WMC5 Action News. Uh, Clearly action. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of action. (laughs) Look, I think we have more male listeners than female listeners. But either way, do not take your first date (laughs) to To a place yet where you have been gored. Like, hey, uh, I want to show you an important place in my life, you know. (laughs) Like, girls like, oh, back at my middle school, with swing on the swings or some crap like, you know, some... (laughs) Nah, this is where I got gored and almost died by a bison. Oh, it's that one. <laughs> Same one. Repeat offender. And, and ladies, no. you know, make them take you out to dinner. Drop me. In. Yeah. Getting into a state park is cheap. It's too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kaylee. Here's my question, okay?
2: <laughs> in the recounting of this thing, she is being attacked by this bison. She's running away. She's trying to hold still because of what he told her before about how to not get killed by a bison. <laughs> where is Buffalo Romeo then? <laughs> he's like, I'm out of there. Oh, no. I'm not. Hey, good luck, hon. Good luck. I'll see you later. He's not coming to the rescue.
0: <laughs> he's, got a, he's got like, where f- is Buffalo Romeo? Like 50- Buffalo
1: Romeo ran a 4-3 out of there.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. It's like fifty <laughs> girls on farmers only already trying to page me right now. My sob story, <laughs> Buffalo um, Romeo. All right, well, good luck to the couple. I guess. Just, jeez. She needs to ditch him. Buffalo Romeo may replace
1: uh, all mullet, no muscle on 40's <laughs> best podcast All right, <laughs> uh,
0: it's tough out there. I
1: think we need to like get the Buffalo Romeo Twitter handle. Man, someone, uh, someone's gonna, someone's gonna
0: cash it. I've in been on. married a long time. I don't even want to know. I'm down on it's Buffalo tough, Romeo. Tough out there, Ooh. single guys. Getting
1: gored. Yeah, if you're taking dating advice from us, you really got to do some (laughs) soul-searching. Yeah,
0: Yeah. reconsider. One more uh, legal news before we get to race for the case. I think this has wide-reaching global impact, certainly for our audience. A German court ruled recently that hangovers are, quote, an illness. (laughs) This is about whether an (laughs) anti-hangover medicine has to work or not. But I think, yes, it's an illness, and (laughs) it should be excused absences from work. The brown bottle flu well, is now officially a thing, not just a joke. I <laughs> wish I knew this; I German would have skipped the court. pod this morning. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to Anyone going to use this on company policy? Can we see what happens? I mean, the Germans have spoke. We're at Verizon and, and and oath and all the Verizon Media. What who do we work for now? Verizon Media. It's a global company.
1: <laughs> if you guys are getting those email chains, by the way. Like the like the, the the reply all emails that continue to like people reply all to them to ask the stop. <laughs> I don't know. I know Pat doesn't really check his check his company email, but it has been like a preposterous run. And then people like go on and try to show people how to unsubscribe. And like you know, you uh, pick up your phone, you got like 17 new emails, and it's all people you've never heard of. A topic that obviously has nothing to do with us, because it probably like makes the company money and is important. <laughs> and it's just like this one thing after another. <laughs>
0: I love when they they mistakenly know. they think they're like emailing one person and it's all like it's always like yeah yes. you, got, you want to yes. get you want to go to the, the taco bar at lunch and stuff like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and that goes to six hundred and twenty three people <laughs> well how you know, come I'm not invited I feel excluded who doesn't like a good taco everybody bar? likes <laughs> a taco bar um, it's taco Tuesday right. Pat is it an illness. Well, sure, <laughs> absolutely,
2: uh, unavoidable. I mean, Pat's sick at the Final Four every year. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you can count on that Monday morning, recu- oh, yeah. uh, ch-
0: championship morning recurring brown bottle flu, recurring yeah. illness. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yes. Germany, maybe they they're, they still Good believe for in Germany. You. They still believe in you. All right, let's get to the race for the case. Current standings, Pete eighteen and twelve. Pretty nice, Pete. Maybe you should gamble.
1: I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my locks of the week are five. I'm five and zero, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't even know what to say about that. I hope some listener, some deranged person in Ogden, Utah, goes and listens to the pod <laughs> at the Antelope Farm, and has been loading up. On my locks of the week, please somebody tweet at me and let me know, like, if you could, if you could, like, go away for a long weekend now on, like, loading up on my luxury. It would make me feel good because, yeah, as you know, we're just kind of guessing. So, especially Pat.
0: Dan, is yeah. I'm uh, 14 and 12. Pat, 9, 20 and 1. I love that tie. It's getting
1: better. It's getting
0: better. I was 3 and 3 this last week. Uh, baby steps. Uh, baby. That is a baby step. You actually, I don't think that actually is getting better. I think it's just staying the same. It's no, it's better. No, that's going one and five. Going, five 500. going 500. By is the way, like, yeah. you were two and four last week. I, I, well, so. that was, I didn't do any research, I didn't do this week yeah. either. Uh, all right, let's Smart start to bet
1: against Oklahoma. They're not gonna score a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had better ideas. All
0: right, UCF <laughs> number 18 is at Cincinnati since plus four. So UCF's giving four since he's a home dog Friday night, 8 p.m. ESPN. Oh, Sully did some work this week, he gave me capsules. Uh, Cincy has lost 13 straight to ranked opponents. Okay. Interesting factoid from Sully. Um, Sully's Nuggets. Sully's Nuggets. Pete, who's winning? Uh, UCF at Cincy plus four.
1: I am uh, I'm hoping Nippert Stadium will will rock, but I think the Knights win. Uh, they handled them pretty well last year. UCF's been interesting, but like I, I mean, can anyone figure out Pitt? Like UCF's loss. Like Pitt barely beat Delaware. Pitt goes to play State, tough. Pitt plays. I don't know. Pitt is like uh, schizophrenic, which has nothing to do with this game at all. I think UCF wins by two touchdowns. All right, Pat, I'm taking the Bearcats to oh. cover. I'm not sure all if they right. w-
2: not Woo! sure if they win, but they, they lose by a field goal at worst. Cincinnati's pretty good, and I look UCF is obviously good, and they have that winner mentality. They don't they don't lose easily, but I, I just I don't think they're as good as they were the last couple of years, and this game's going to show it. Oh, right, here we go. I'm taking
1: UCF. Yeah. <clears throat> Run from Pat's predictions. Yes. <laughs> I hope if, if somebody has to tweet at us, if they've been started to bet against Pat. Yeah. It just gone against all his picks. Well, this is how Pat gets back person, in That person, yeah. He's either... They don't need name image and like this money. They've got their own windfall. He either
0: digs himself <laughs> a deeper hole or he gets back in it by going against us. All right. That's right. Number 14, Iowa at number 19, Michigan. I don't know how Michigan's ranked 19th, but I guess because their name is It's Michigan. amazing. Yeah. High noon on Fox... Iowa has won five of six dating back to 2009. Uh, wow. Good factoid, except doesn't matter. Like what happened in 2009? Those guys aren't still here, but that's all right. Good job, Sully. I like a factoid. Look, uh, I've been pointing this for a couple of weeks, like because obviously they're going to roll I uh, Rutgers. Like this is a monster for Jim Harbaugh. This is it. They lose to Iowa at home. It it gets ugly. That's this is the one. Even later in the season, you can justify some like. Well, Notre Dame's really good, and Ohio State, like, man, you better beat Iowa this weekend, and Iowa looks pretty strong. So uh, let's start with you, Pat. Well, Wolverines are yeah. giving four and a half.
2: That's, I dubbed this uh, Harbaugh Credibility Month, if he has any left. They've got Iowa, they've got Notre Dame, they've got Penn State all this month. You better win at least two out of three. Uh, but I I like Iowa's, what did you say the line was? Four and a half. Iowa's getting four and a half i was getting four and a half i'll take the hawkeyes there
1: you go i'll take the points i will curl up in the fetal position and agree with pat i mean look if michigan does like nobody's blowing out iowa right if michigan does this this will be a lower scoring kind of field goal dominated field position type game and uh you know i'll be curious to see if iowa's offense can score like I was the type of team that Don Brown, the defensive quarterback at Michigan can do well against in and, and, and slow down but I feel like I was defense and uh, uh, I was healthy on the offensive line. I feel like they can uh, they can grind it out and they may like lose 13 10 or something but yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that, guys.
2: I'll tell you this Iowa does not beat itself uh, leads the big 10 in fewest penalty yards, one turnover all year.
0: Michigan can beat itself. Uh, I'm going with Iowa. Yes. I think Michigan actually will win the game, but four and a half, that's it's too much. So I'm taking Iowa. But we'll see. Iowa is all uh, – they're all fired up because – or Michigan's offense is all fired up because they had this big day last week. It's like it was it was Rutgers, man. Uh, yeah, who cares? forget it. You know, that's, that's – Talk a, is cheap. Our, Josh Gaddis
1: went down to the field from the box and energized. Yeah, everyone. yeah, he's <laughs> on the
0: – yelling and screaming. All right, yeah. Auburn. On
1: Fox, Urban Meyer had a hilarious line. He was like basically like that's fake coaching. Like, that's change for change's sake.
0: <laughs> that's moving them down, I thought that yeah. Was like,
1: yeah, I thought that was a fairly amusing uh, little job.
0: Auburn, number seven at Florida, number 10. Gators are a home dog, three, plus three. Uh, Auburn probably has the best resume in the country, probably should be ranked number one mm-hmm. based on yeah. performance. What does that matter, yeah, I don't know what's what's that. In, yeah, Clemson was good last actually year, actually winning games. Ah. Right, but Clemson was good last year, and Alabama's named Alabama. First meeting at UF since two thousand and seven uh, is the factoid, and Sully's editorializing now in the factoid. So, oh. SCC oh. <laughs> schedule is broken. It is like I, I always hmm. say. Like, why is this really a? Con- are you really in the same conference if you play? You visit each yeah. other's campus once every twelve years. <laughs> Uh, you know, come on. Like, uh, I hate college. College sports survives in <laughs> spite of its leadership.
1: Uh, totally. Yeah. But anyway. Shelly's just mad that Alabama's Tennessee's crossover and they just crush their yeah. souls every <laughs> well, year.
0: That's true. That's where that comes from. Part of that. Yeah, part of that. All right. Pete, you're up first. Auburn at UF.
1: Uh, I'm going to take Auburn. I feel like Auburn's defensive line is what they thought they would be. I think they've got a good secondary. And I think. Florida is gonna really struggle to move move the ball. And look, Gus has got it working, man. I mean, they rolled right into college station and rattled off 28 straight points. And the legend of Nix, the one syllabled quarterback, who probably has a little more than one syllable. He's grown up before our eyes. He's been uh he's been really good. Props to Gus for taking the play calling back. Props to Kenny Dillingham, the uh the OC quarterback coach there for getting Nix ready and moving and developing. I I think Auburn, I don't think they roll in this, but I think this is like a you know twenty eight fourteen situation. All right. Pat forty. Okay, for the sake of race for the
2: case only, I will take Florida. Because I agree that that I think Auburn is the better team and will win. Uh-oh. But for the sake of trying to catch up
0: here, I will Pat, take it's the October, Gators. Uh, and you're already, like, tanking, basically. All right, well, <laughs> let me just say this. Earlier, Pat predicted Florida would lose his game in his 40-yard dash column. And the three of us <laughs> in a group text with a – I won't out anybody, but a high-ranking member of the Florida uh, – athletic department <laughs> and uh yeah. noted podcast listener. can remain anonymous. Yeah. Uh, texted us a, also, a, fairly. a celebratory <laughs> photo of people partying in Gainesville because Pat picked against the Gators. <laughs> right. What was that? That was a. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. That's, that's yeah. true.
0: And then said. I this, said they were going to lose to LSU
2: and Auburn. Yeah. All right. You know what? Fine. Give me Auburn. Then I'm taking Auburn for consistency's <laughs> sake.
0: <laughs> Give me Auburn. Yeah, screw the high-ranking Gator official. It's a bunch of people <laughs> celebrating, and big celebration currently underway in Gainesville. Pat picked Gators to lose <laughs> next two games in forty-yard dash. Mm-hmm.
1: This is I what I thought that was a pretty funny text. This by the way. is what the was, Florida athletic funny. department
0: is doing right now. V- very funny, but yes, uh, no. Give me the Tigers. Give me Auburn. All right, you know what? Because of that, and because of my sterling record, I'm taking the Gators. I'll take them. Bo Nicks, I, I've been picking against Auburn all year and they keep getting it wrong. So what? Eventually I'll get it right. Taking the Gators yeah. at home. I think they're, I think they got something. No, they don't. I don't, they're easily the, the, I'm going to totally regret this pick, but whatever. It's great to be a Florida Gator. <laughs> 25 Michigan state Sparty visiting Columbus. Number four, Ohio state. Ohio state is giving 20 and a half, seven 30 on ABC all su has outscored opponents by 43.8 points per game this season the saturday night boat race in columbus can michigan state muscle up they've had some success against ohio state in the past we didn't get that factoid this time but pat 40 who are you taking the way ohio
2: state looks right now i'm not picking against them it's a big number and michigan state's been able to turn some games into grinders against them but I'm not picking against Ohio State. I think Michigan State's going to have a very hard time scoring and moving the ball. So Ohio State
1: lay them. Well, last year th- there was there was a run where where Michigan State turned those games against Ohio State into grinders, right? But last year at Michigan State, it was a uh, 26 to six whitewash. And then, yeah, that it
2: was a horrible grinder of a game. That was all that was was Drew Chrisman punting the ball down inside the five, over and over and over until Michigan State screwed up. Yes,
1: that and then an the year awful before game to watch when Ryan Day arrived on the scene. So this is 2017. That was a uh, that was a home 11 versus Ohio State was 11. Michigan State was 13. As a 48-3 game. So I do feel like the the Buckeyes have inched past. The, the the place where Michigan state is a nemesis and uh yeah and I honestly just don't think at this juncture Michigan State is very good I think their offense and we've we've said plenty about their offense um yeah and the 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 staff titanic line that pet had earlier in the year that was great and uh yeah it's a it's a lot of points against uh against you know for for D'Antonio certainly who's gonna take their out of ball and slow down the game and everything but uh uh, I don't know. I'll be curious to see like if if these Buckeyes are really a supernova. Because if they run them, you know, the same way they ran Nebraska and Lincoln, like, oh boy, you know, this thing could this thing could go.
0: This may be the stupidest pick I make all season. He's taking the Spartans. Go Green. the Spartan Dogs. 20 and a half. The defense is so good i am going to I d I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. What the hell? What do I gotta lose? Because being in second is like you, you're not gonna win, but you don't owe the you don't owe the case, do you? Or do we all own a case? I don't care. Go green, go white. Oregon, 13, hosts uh Cal. Oregon is giving 18 and a half to the Cal Bears. Oregon has won nine of ten over cal. Pete,
1: who you got? this is a layup you got you got to take cal here that's just too many points uh cal is like the Mich- michigan state of the pack 12 they've they've played very well i uh, i think they can i think they can hang in there and and muck this thing up and make it a game i was shocked at the
2: line cuz yeah. cal's a really good defensive team and they slow the game down uh i'm
0: absolutely taking cal yeah cal 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 <laughs> no way i mean that's just 18 and a half uh-huh. jeez i know it's i know it's uh- in eugene but uh, I'll take that. Uh, I'm definitely
1: going one in five this week. Pat has agreed with me too many
0: times. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right, locks of the week. What do you got, Pete? You start with the lock of the week. You know I'm never ready. No, actually, for the you lock don't of the deserve week. it because you're at first. You should. I'm ready.
2: Go ahead. I'm ready. Illinois is getting 14 in Minneapolis against the Golden Gophers. The Golden Gophers don't beat anybody by 14 points. They were life and death against South Dakota. They were life and death against Fresno. They were life and death against Georgia Southern and then they beat Purdue by seven. They have beaten nobody by 14 points all year. This is not a ringing endorsement of Illinois, but I think they're good enough to at least keep it close.
1: Uh, Minnesota will win, but they will not win by 14. Okay. taking I'm taking Hookum at West Virginia. They are uh, Texas is 11-point favorites over the Mountaineers. The Mountaineers are 3-1, but it's a flimsy old 3-1. That's a tough place to play. Texas has struggled there in the past. I don't think that will be the case here. I feel like this is just, this is going to be, a, a, you know, a solid workmanlike program win for Texas who can easily win by two touchdowns. So, All
0: right. I am taking LSU giving 27 against Utah State. I think LSU is going to, Utah State's past defense is not great. I think LSU's been on by week. Everyone is all of a sudden forgotten. They were the toast of the country two weeks ago. Yeah, One week later, no one's talking about them or three weeks, whatever it is. Uh, I think they're going to absolutely roll, run it up, score, 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 and make their point. Uh, I'm taking LSU despite giving all of that. I think they win by like 35 or more. So that is my lock of the week. All right. Uh, no love for Jordan Love. No love for Jordan Love. potential top 15 pick I'm, at Utah State, the, our favorite Aggie. These Utah guys and the the bison and the, the date, I just can't. <laughs> I'm staying away from you.
1: This is really an anti-antelope pick. Yeah, it was a bison.
0: It. Antelope State Park. Oh, sorry. State. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Forgi- forgive me. My biology lesson didn't. Woman, uh, didn't come woman yet, survives though. bison goring. It's a. is a headline. I'm always gonna click on that. That's the thing. I just am like a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad person. <laughs> that should be enough information, but then I want to hear the details. All right. Please keep subscribing. Sully says our numbers keep going up. So call a friend and tell them to join or her to join. I mean, where else do you get such a uh, get this? I don't know what it is, but uh, and keep the trash talking text messages
1: coming from high ranking. Yeah, Department we'll take
0: we'll take your <laughs> feel free to, to, to text us directly or hit us up on Twitter. Any of our accounts. We will talk to you guys on Monday when we overreact. Have a good week.